ask it in there No one listens to me Back to the earth I live in there all follow The gum of commercy, my hood, my word The gum of commercy, my hood, my Welcome to Sundays on the East End with Bridget Leroy and usually Alex Socolow, but today I have a wonderful guest host. Go ahead. It's with Eric Lemonitas. Yay, Eric Lemonitas from Almond Restaurant, and we're coming to you from Estia's Little Kitchen on the Bridge Sag Turnpike, and Estia's is hopping this weekend because it is Easter and It's also Passover. Earth Day. And I it, think everyone's here for Earth Day. You think everybody's here for Earth Day? Yep. <laughs> yeah. I think they're here for Eastover. But we have a, we have wonderful. That's what my husband decided to call it. Eastover, Eastover like Passover Eastover. and Easter. I like Eastover. it. Yeah, I like yeah. it. You like it? Particularly this weekend, it's working. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. <laughs> but our guests today are um, two people who are very connected to the earth and balance and um, help other people to de-stress and connect with the earth. We have uh, Erica Habercorn or Habercorn. And April Alexander, who is an herbalist from Beconic. Erica has been all over the place. I mean, I know that uh, she, but she does a lot of healing and stuff like that. But let, I want to talk to you, Eric, about lo- yeah. let's let's talk de-stressing. Well, I'm, dying, I'm dying to talk to these two ladies and find out everything they. I know you, you do, and I you share a life of stress. Well, yeah. I mean, I, and I was thinking on the way here. I was like, what do I do to relax? I work to relax. I don't think you relax. No, I work to relax. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> so. think you and I have that in common. It's like, well, I want to take some time off, so I'll go plant things at the restaurant. Exactly, or I'll, and I go plant stories. Yeah, in in You've never planted a story. I know I've never planted a story, but I, you know, I mean, I, I'll, I'll even this morning I was just like going over the. Okay, so this. Okay, I'm going to tell my story about what happened this morning because people do follow me on Facebook. And I posted a lovely picture. I was lying in bed or on the bed. I was reading a wonderful book. I saw that. My husband brought me Fig Newtons and coffee. And everything was right in the world. And I wrote, I choose joy today. And like 15 minutes later, I was a squirrel in traffic. What happened? I hit the wrong button on something. And I deleted like the entire story list for this week's Independent. I mean, it was completely like, it was, you know, but I was laughing at the same time because I knew in my heart of hearts, there was some way. Like I, 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 I did the wrong thing on the computer, and then I was like, "Don't hit save." Never, never, never. Right. Don't so just, just stop. back away, like back out of this system. But backing out saved it, so it was saved blank. And then I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" And it was so funny. But I was laughing at the same time. So let me I ask had you this: Just How, been relaxed. Let me ask you this: How do you get yourself from that place to back to the calm Bridget that we all see and know? Oh, I'm. Oh, is that what I am right yeah, now? Oh, absolutely. really? Well, that's why we well, have the these women is, on the show. You might not know this, but you are one of those personalities that when people see you, when I see you, I think, okay, all's good in the world. So oh, you put so off. You put off. It's just true. You put off a very kind of calming energy. Oh, that's so, wonderful. I, that's so nice. Yeah. And you know what? Saying that calmed me down. Because what I love is, can I tell the story about how, what happened when we met in the Go. parking lot? Go. That was okay. pretty good. That was pretty good. Talk about stress. Uh, talk about stress. Okay, so tell me how you distress, Eric. Um, for me, I work in the restaurant business, and I, for me, it's all about my life is surrounded by people, and I love people, and it's kind of the best part about what I do. That being said, when I'm not at work, I'm alone. Right. I like to be alone. I choose to be alone. Um, I'm a pilot, and I actually fly my own plane. And for me, getting in the plane is the most zen thing that you can do because if you don't, it's like a meditation, right? You stare at the dot on the wall and go into the dot. Well, if you don't stare at the dot in the plane, bad things happen. (laughs) 
So <laughs> very bad thing. No, it's true. I mean, it's, no, it's, but that's funny. That's like if I'm if I'm if I'm meditating and I lose my mantra, bad things don't happen. I right, just lose like my mantra. Just, like, you, you, lose you might notice dot. a piece of dust in the wall. <laughs> and the plane, if you lose that dot, it's really bad. It's so, really bad. Do you keep your plane in East Hampton? I do. Oh my God, that's so I awesome. Do. Can I go up with you sometime? Let's go. Not well, today. Not today, please. Not today. <laughs> not today with the flash flood alerts yeah. and everything. But so the plane relaxes you. You enjoy being alone. But do you do anything to create like, um, I mean, Almond is, is a great place. When you walk in, you feel great in Almond. Just like you when you walk in here at Estia's, it has like a certain vibe. Do you try to do something like that in your home, like feng shui or something like that? No, I, I my home is, no. Feng shui, no. But that being said, um, I don't like things. Like, I, my home is pretty much an empty white slate. There's a oh, you couch, are so lucky. There's a coffee table. Well, I, I own a dumpster. You own a dumpster. I throw things out on a regular basis. I can't handle it. <laughs> you know, and I live with a man. I live with a man who is, you know, a, a borderline hoarder. So, and he's, he's gotten better. But I'm someone, like, literally, like, my... Um, my totem animal would be a snail. Like, give me, I can carry my house on my back. I need nothing. I really don't. And, except I like to buy a lot of stuff, especially shoes and boots. <laughs> but that well, doesn't mean I need them. I could travel the world with, like, we're going to Ireland this week, and I'm going with a backpack. You're going to Ireland on Earth Day. I am. I'm, I yes, love it. bringing it back to Earth Day and our guests. And we've got Erica Habercorn, and I like Habercorn better, so I'm, that's what I'm using. And April Alexandra, Alexander, and they're both healers, and they use the earth, and they use sound, and they use all kinds of things to kind of bring themselves to center. And we're going to come back and talk to them. You're listening to us. We're coming to you from Estia's Little Kitchen, Sundays on the East End, and you're listening to us on WPPB 88.3. FM, which is also in the middle of a fund drive, um, or just at the very end of a fund drive. So if you feel like making a donation to support programs like this, we are National Public Radio, we are listener-supported, we are local, and you can go online at 883wppb.org and make a donation anytime. We'll be right back. Follow, follow the sun, which way the wind blows. This day is done Breathe Breathe in the air Set your intentions Dream with care And we're back Sundays on the East End with Bridget Leroy And Eric Lemonidis My special guest And you're listening to us We're coming to you from Estia's Little Kitchen On the Bridge Sag Turnpike you can visit Estia's, I think it's Estia's.com. Estia's.com. Yeah, and uh, they're serving dinner now, and uh, you're here all the time anyway. This uh, is my favorite restaurant yeah, in Hamptons, yeah. if it's not my own. I know, right, which is Almond, yeah. which is amazing, and L&W Market, which is actually going to be our next sponsor. We're going to be broadcasting from there starting in mid-April. We're super excited. I mean, mid-May. But speaking of April, you want to bring in our guests? Yes, we're here <laughs> with Erica Habercorn yes. and April Alexander. Alexander. Um, who came to us from the North Fork during this crazy uh, rainstorm today. Um, welcome. Thank you. So, and we're here to talk about healing and, uh, you know, Erica, why don't you start? Because you're the one I reached out to first. Tell me about your, your journey and the, I, I, don't, I don't want to say the, um, <laughs> the services you offer, but basically what, what it is you do. Oh, wow. The, uh, my journey, uh, I've always been connected with nature. I grew up 
pretty much out here on the East End. And I found when I was a child, I was pretty much a loner. And I would go in and into the forest or muck around in the salt marsh. And that's where my, that was my happy place. And my parents, too, they were out there with me. So I guess over the course of the years, I've always connected with Mama Earth. Um, grew my own herbs and vegetable garden and always that's where I find my peace and then along the way after uh, getting involved with a lot of yoga classes up in Westchester and the Catskills I um, I was tapped into the gong and sound and once I heard the gong and the sound bowls I truly resonated with me so I became I was trained and I'm now a sound vibrational energy practitioner so to speak when did you realize that sound had healing qualities? Like, how did that, how did that even come to you? Was it an, an internal thing? What? Uh, I don't, it probably was an internal thing, but I was also raised with a lot of great music in my family. My parents were hippies, and they were always playing all kinds of great rock and roll, and... The music does cure. Funny. I was going to say, I, I think probably a lot of us don't even realize that when we get into a song, when we are in something, it is... The most peaceful thing you can do to your body, right? It's tra- it yes, can be it transformational. Yeah. It's transformational, and and whether it, you're going through any drama or sadness in your life, you usually turn. I know I turn to some of my favorite, you know, musical artists and songs. So it gives me my own therapy, and so I think that's where it all started. Just being surrounded by great music, live, and that's amazing. And you brought with you. April Alexander. So, April, tell, tell us a little bit about your journey and what it is that you do. I think um, I'm April Alexander, and I um, I'm an herbalist on the North Fork. I also do um, flower essence. Pract- I'm a flower essence practitioner as well, and a mother, and a gardener, and a homeschooler, and <laughs> lots of other things. I don't know how I have time for all the things that I do. Yeah. But um, my journey began when I was little. I was lucky enough to, um, my downstairs neighbor growing up was a Greek guy. His name was Jack, and he was actually a arborist. And he taught me my first plants. My first plants were peppermint and honeysuckle. Aww. And so when I was young, I would just sit there and eat my honeysuckle. You know, that's what I would do for hours, just eat honeysuckle flowers when they were in season. Peppermint or and honeysuckle sounds like two really good names for baby goats. For some <laughs> right? reason, I just thought, if I got baby goats again, I would name them peppermint and but honeysuckle. But I never let the goat yeah, near are. my honeysuckle. No, never. No. Or the peppermint. They, would I, eat they are good names. They would have very fresh breath, though. They yes. would. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, so... Yeah, so peppermint and honeysuckle were my friends for a very long time, and then I kind of got away from it for a little while. And then when um, my, my sister and I are 16 years apart, and she got chiggers. I don't know if anybody has ever gotten them. And so, Too many times. And she was like four, and we didn't want to give her anything, you know, that can damage her skin or, you know, pesticides or herbicides. So we um, found neem soap, neem soap, and it really works on chiggers. So, really? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. I've yeah. had chiggers. And I've had chiggers. And they hurt so bad. Chiggers are yeah. the worst. And it's it worse. works great. So I tell everybody, use neem soap through the summer. <laughs> you know, there's a real a discussion out here about what chiggers actually are. Because right. there's some people who now believe that, that, it's, the nymph of the that it's a nymph tick. tick. Yeah. But it when is. I got chiggers... Um, and I did put tea tree oil on uh-huh. them, and that did help. But I remember feeling them going up my legs and just going, 
oh shit like I had never had them before and I knew what it was yeah. and I just went right to the doctor and got like a shot of Benadryl because I mean my legs I had hundreds yeah. Oh, yeah. of bites and they're on fire yeah they're, yeah, they're completely on fire and it's so red and so yeah for days for yeah. like a week if you yeah. don't take I care of it you're not really an East Ender unless you've had chiggers what I, do you I think Eric say, I don't know that there's a person <laughs> in this restaurant that hasn't had chiggers <laughs> I don't think they knew that what it even was you know there was just really the, the scratchy stuff yes. oh right. so scratchy yeah. so itchy so can I ask a question um, Erica in particular sure. do you do like house clearings with your gong yes in fact I was I was thinking about your space and it, it works well because he's a minimalist and there's not a lot of well, I pretend I'm a minimalist. <laughs> I, I have a dumpster in my driveway because I'm not really a minimalist, well, but I strive to be. That's <laughs> a good, so maybe yeah. you can help me. I will help you. I actually am, um, I go into people's homes or office spaces and I harmonize the vibrational energy of your home. And I can go around and balance it with my bowls and my bells. And, and is I, there like, do people feel like a noticeable difference? I'm sorry? Do people feel a noticeable difference? Oh, I yeah. Mean, yeah, I've actually done it for a friend locally, um, not to go on. It's a fairly lengthy story, but they had some weird energy and some weird stuff happening in their detached studio garage space. And they found out, um, long story short, that some, some woman that had rented that space out was practicing some... Voodoo. Oh, wow. So voodoos. They were practicing. They found some weird stuff in a box. So anyway, they had all kinds of like their. I don't want to. I mean, yeah. I don't want to freak anyone out. But things. anyway, things. 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 things in a box. Look, we all have things in boxes yeah, that, that we don't want our friends to see, right? <laughs> Do we all Absolutely. Have things in yeah. Boxes? We I mean, all have things in boxes. Was a, there was a human skull. Okay, because yeah. it was like that creepy. Oh so my anyway, gosh, that is super it, creepy. It is, yeah, super creepy. Okay, so like this lady had moved on years prior but okay. anyway so I went in and I they said it I harmonized that space for a good two hours with my bowls and my bells and my sage and my palo and whatever else was needed and they said I transformed it so that's pretty awesome I, I don't know how long it lasted though but it lasted for you know a little yeah anyway Native Americans used to use drumming to have all have like for that's why they started all their ceremonies that way is you know so that everybody can have the same heartbeat because drumming gives everybody in the room the same heartbeat so yeah. it's almost like you can have that heart connection that's with amazing mm -hmm. I never knew that I mean yeah. I knew there was a, really cool? a reason and a symbolism behind it but I never knew that it was a physical thing yeah it's a physical thing oh, it's really yeah. kind of cool we have all kind of that rhythmic vibration within us ourselves the the nature. Well, yep. that you know, brings us to something we were talking about before we got on the air, which is mushrooms. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the reason I wanted to bring that up is because there are so many different kinds of mushrooms now that are being that are known to like cure. Can I say cure Everything. cancer on the air? Everything. But let's say treat yeah. right cancer yeah. and and other things because mushrooms basically break down rot. So yep. they're going to break down the rot in your body as mm. well because we're at, April, you, you tell me, April Alexander is a herbalist that came over from Beconic this morning, but tell me what, uh, it's Paul Stamets, isn't it? Yeah, what, Paul Stamets. And what does he say about mushrooms? He's, well, earth? he actually came up with a mushroom now that can actually eat plastic. Mm. How you mean, cool they is that? They came up with it? Yeah, or they, yeah, they kind of like, they, they messed with the mycelium and they, you know, they 
They bred. A, a, they <laughs> bred. Like, a, I want a T-shirt that says, "Don't mess with the mycelium." <laughs> see, that's kind of right? creepy. It's like the mushroom that took over the earth. Right. I mean, that's kind of some sci-fi yeah. stuff, right there. And yeah. also, he's doing a lot of work with mushrooms and bees to help with varroa and all kinds of stuff. So he's doing a lot of cool stuff. So if you don't you never heard of him, check out Paul Stamets. He, he, he's Fungi Perfecti. FungiPerfecti.com. He's yeah, awesome. Yeah, and I read Mycelium Running. I yeah, think was the book that was a great one. It's so one. amazing because we eat mushrooms. Absolutely. And this is not the same thing as the mushrooms we eat. These right. Are like these mushrooms look. Like oh, I love learning all this stuff. Uh, yeah, it's so yeah. cool. They're so crazy, like lion's yeah. mane, yeah. turkey tail. Yeah. And, and you do know, of course, that I, I have a company with mm-hmm. Debbie Falborn called Chaga Island, mm-hmm. where we sell chaga, but chaga is not like, it's like a piece of wood. It yeah. never dissolves. So I know a lot of people uh, sell like chaga powder, but that's not, it doesn't dissolve. So mm-hmm. it's better to slow brew it. But all of this huh. stuff, and anyway, but it's so fascinating. So and many things. What, what fascinated me when I read that book, and we're coming up to Earth Day, Eric, is that, that mushrooms you basically keep looking form... looking at me about Earth Day. Well, cause you're, I know, because you're my partner today. This is what I do. You're my substitute, Alex Sokolow. I love you, Alec. I hope you're having a good time. I hope you're having uh, a good Passover, buddy. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, he's being a good Jew, and I'm a fallen Jew. Like I said, I'm Jucifer. I'm Jucifer. I'm not Jucifer. doing anything. But um, but what mushrooms do, which is so amazing, is that they almost like all hold hands. They they form a net that basically holds the world together. Absolutely, it's scary. Yeah. If they had a brain, we'd all be in big big trouble. Well, that's a scary thing about like that's kind smart. of messing with mushrooms, right? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, yep. for sure. Messing. And not only that, have you ever seen the movie Avatar? You know how yeah, everything's connected really with Avatar, it. and that's kind of how mushrooms are, because yeah. everything is connected. It's just really cool. It's like it's almost like our neural network in our body, how it's connected to everything. That's how mycelium is, Definitely. and it's just so fabulous. So, April, I was reading. I, it was a while ago, but I read that you were doing like a ten-month herbal class. Oh yes, yes, I do a ten-month herbal certification program. It's um, for other people. For other people to do what I do, you know, or to learn to what I do. You can start as a beginner or intermediate or even advanced. There's, you know, there's always so much to learn when well, it comes what to do herbalism. You do? I mean, do you have a storefront? Do you do people come in and like buy herbs from you, or do you recommend? It's, I mean, all the flower essences. It's been by word of mouth, thus, you know, up until this far. I'm working on a website. I'm not technically inclined, so <laughs> that has been difficult. But it's um, in her backyard. Yes, yes. But I do have, you know, yeah. I'm very, I'm very involved with at-risk plants and medicinals. Um, there's a great organization out there called United Plant Savers. If you want to know what is at risk and what is on the two watch lists, as far as those are concerned. There are plants I, at risk. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially slow-growing plants, slow-growing plants, especially our woodland plants like our our native um, golden seal here in, a, in golden seal and ginseng used to be very prolific on the east end and they're not anymore because of and all the housing and building that oh they're really? doing yeah. and cutting Lost down all the, the forest fresh water yeah, wetlands yep um, sea yep. ocean you know species eelgrass all kinds of things yep. are threatened that's amazing. I had no, I had no idea there were plants that were threatened. Yeah, and they're and they're healing plants and local yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, local. Yeah. So what is it? Golden seal and what? Yeah, golden seal and ginseng. American ginseng. Yeah, yeah. And, and milkweed. Yep, milkweed. So if you've got golden seal on your property, let it let it grow. Right, and okay. you know, it's milkweed is really it's always under. Well, not milkweed, but golden seal is always under the canopy of a, a hardwood forest. 
So that's really difficult now. Wow. Yeah. That's really I'm lucky enough I have that in my backyard. I have a 60-acre preserve behind me and a 7-acre preserve beside me. So I plant a lot of golden seal and ginseng and Solomon seal and all the at-risk medicinals because I just feel so compelled to do so. And dandelions, leave all your native weeds because that helps all the pollinators like the butterflies and the honeybees. and the. I still can't figure out why people want to get rid of dandelions in their lawn. They're beautiful. Like, They're it's great. like, oh, you get little flowers in your lawn. Yeah. And everyone kind of tries to weed them out. It's the weirdest thing. And they're, and they're very also medicinal. Yeah, they are can, very medicinal. And yeah. not only that, but they also extract out of the earth um, heavy metals. So why wouldn't you want them there? Yeah. Right. No, dandelions are amazing. I, I know there's, there's a huge movement to get rid of front lawns in general because they're just the, like some weird status symbol from, a, you know, an ancient age. I mean, I don't know why people want green grass and then to put... I mean, my house falls very low on the status. Oh, please. My, I have a dandelion <laughs> lawn. I mean, my yeah. basically dandelions and clover. They're all right now. And, yeah. and violets. And, and violets. violets. And, you can yeah. use, yeah. Well, I actually, I was lucky enough to have a wild man, Steve Brill, who's oh. this oh. crazy... Oh. Famous guy. He came to my house in Mariches and he led a foraging like expedition on my property for my birthday a oh couple of God. years ago and he kind of pointed out it was no so great I'm going to do it again I think I, because it was so much fun I had him like 20 years ago when I was living in Montauk come I also do nature programs for children enrichment programs and he came and we walked by Big Reed Pond with Wild Man Brill and he showed us all kinds of great things as far as what's edible, what's native, what to preserve. And we, the cattails, we took the palm from the cattail and it's like hearts of palm. It's like tender, like artichoke, the base, the inner awesome. I think part. I think Jason Wiener is going to have a whole new, uh, you're going to go back to almond with a whole yes. new bunch of things for him. No, there's everything we've been yes. talking about, he cooks with. Yeah. yeah. I he's mean, green. dandelion greens, he's, he's doing it, you know, yeah. milk. Milkweed, he's doing it. It's kind of... And that is one of the great things about almond, which uh, my, my partner today is Eric Lemonides, who is the co-owner of, of Almond Restaurant in Bridgehampton. And one of the great things about almond and Colin Ambrose here at Estia's is that you guys use really local ingredients and really creatively. But, I mean, you guys ferment well, all look, that kind of If you stuff. live in a place where we live, why would you get asparagus shipped to you in a box mm-hmm. when you can just wait another week and get it from your neighbor? Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's pretty simple, right? Yeah, and then you yeah. reduce the carbon footprint. So we're going to take a little break, a little interlude right now. You're listening to Sundays on the East End with Bridget Leroy. And Eric Lemonitas. <laughs> and uh, we're missing Alex Oclo. Have a great time, Alec. And we have... Erica, Haber- you say Habercorn, and I say Habercorn, and April Alexander, and you're listening to us from Estia's on the Bridgehampton Sag Harbor Turnpike on WPPB 88.3 FM. We will be right back. Sundays on the East End with Bridget Leroy and... And Eric Lemonitas. My guest host today, while Alex Sokolow is away doing important stuff, you're listening to us on 88.3 WPPB. You can also listen to us online at www.883wppb.org. You can also always make a donation. It is much appreciated. Since There's a we big are, donate button. Yeah, there is a big donate yep. button, and uh, and you should be pushing that button very hard. But we're, 
We're back with our guests, Erica Habercorn and April Alexander. We're talking about the earth. We're talking about herbs and, We're talking and about sound healing. Sound healing and diets and kind of and, and what we can do to make ourselves kind of feel better on a daily basis. We were just kind of talking about what we all eat and kind of what makes us feel good about things. But when you when we talk about being an herbalist and being a sound healer, like are there things that you do on a regular basis that kind of make you feel better? We were talking about diet. What where do you go with that? When we talk about diet, I usually I always say take care of the nervous system. So I always try to incorporate food and herbs that kind of settle my nervous system. Because in our high-paced world with so many things going on, it's really, really hard at the end of the day to sometimes just unwind and just do little things that take care of yourself, whether it's taking a salt bath or adding herbs to that salt bath or roses because like what, roses help what, calm. What are some really good calming herbs? Yeah, I want to Roses are bath. good, right? Yeah. Rose, salt yeah. bath, and usually when I, make, when I do a salt bath, I usually do like half Epsom salt and half Himalayan pink salt because Himalayan pink salt has 45 or 49 of the essential minerals that you need for your body that our soils are depleted of. So, so for wow. someone like me who really, this is all really new stuff. Right. right. I'm sitting here listening to you. I am going to tomorrow go take a salt bath. Absolutely. Where am I getting Himalayan pink salt? Where am I getting Epsom? Where am I getting the things that well, I need Well, first of all, you probably carry yeah. Himalayan pink salt at, at L&W at the Market in very oh, small wow, amounts. But they're a little baby. <laughs> yeah, but that's not going into a bath. I can't um, afford that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well, they used uh, to have a Southampton Himalayan salt company. Yeah. And that's where we actually bought a lot of our salt from there before they, you know, before they moved on. So they did. Yeah, you probably yeah, have they to. Did. We oh, like too bad. Five we might even in. have it at Wild by Nature. Or yeah. like in the, in you can even order yeah. it online. Just um, do your research and just make sure that it's hand-mined. You don't want anything that's been exploded or irradiated in any way. Um, Amazon, you can get like a 20-pound bag for like cool. 25 bucks or something like that. And cool. and, the, and the other one was the Epsom salt? And the Epsom salt because yeah. it has the uh, magnesium in it, which is magnesium. We're all de deficient in magnesium. It's no yeah. longer in our soils in the way that it should be because the way we've chosen to do farming for the last 60 years. So it's really an important essential mineral. And what else? Give me one other thing I'm putting in my bath tomorrow. If put I some can, roses. I'm sorry, if I could just what? Some roses. Yes. Oh, oh rose, yeah, roses. roses. What did yeah. you say, Erica? I, I just wanted to, on the salt kick, I was just going to, interrupt because provisions my can i give them a yeah oh, yeah, yeah we love um, provisions provisions my friend susan works there she's great she, she can she can guide you with any of the products they have there but i'm sure they carry himalayan salts and dave the mushroom guy just opened up a shop yeah on the, the apothecary on the wharf in, in sag harbor Dave well, Falkowski. I wonder if he has so you can go to Dave him. Falkowski, Open-Minded Organics. I love that you'll guy. You'll have those products, I'm sure. Awesome. Yeah, and let's give a shout-out to Second Nature as well, since we don't yeah. have that many health yes. food stores yes. out here. So uh, that, I think that's everybody. Yeah, Wild by Nature. Wild by Nature and Open-Minded Organics. Um, okay. But yeah, that's great. And here's the thing, though. I mean, do you get the same benefit just going for a swim in the ocean? I mean, that's Absolutely. salt water. But unfortunately, we live where you can only swim a couple of months out of the yes. year. So definitely. And what do you think about how the water quality, I mean, it's... I, I do mean, a lot of healing water ceremonies. I feel like changing the vibration of the water definitely helps. You know, being mindful. I always sing before I go into the water to change that vibration. You sing? I do. What do you, what do you sing? It's a... It's a song that I learned when I was up at, you know, at learning with Rosemary Gladstar, and it's it it's my daughter's always singing it too. It's called I say it's honoring the ones who came before us. And your daughter sings it too. Yeah, she sings it with me, and it's just kind of that over and over again, and then it's like honor them with. Might be the sweetest thing I've ever heard. That might be the sweetest thing. That's awesome. That's so amazing. You know. 
Also with and baths. It, oh, I'm sorry. With baths, go. I sometimes for my own bath, I'll play my bowls over the bath for the vibration of my bowls. And I burn sage and palo. It's a yeah. That's what I, I have. That the yeah. palo santo sticks. Palo santo. I love that. And stuff. the ash. I let the ashes drop into the water as well. And then see that wouldn't work for me if I even find a hair, even if I know it's my hair and I see it in the bath, I it. can't deal with it. I gotta get out of the well, bath. The rose petal you can deal with. I could do it with rose petals. Okay. But lavender? the one thing too, is I, I, I have yeah. I put lavender in my bath. Yeah. I also, by the way, am a certified herbalist. I just don't, I don't talk about it very often. Also, don't use soap yeah. when you do your salt bath. I yeah. think you're a certified everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm certified <laughs> insane. Certifiable, say, oh, certified. Hats of many. But I did. I, I, I took an online course with the Herbal Academy of New England, and I and then I took an advanced course with Susan Weed, who's like the other person besides Rosemary Gladstar. These are like the expert herb people. Yeah. Eric I'm seriously just, like, learning <laughs> new things about you every day. Eric yeah. Lemonitas yeah. is yeah. sitting here with the uh, expression on his face of just shock and awe, and I like it. I like it. Susan Weed is quite the we were talking about her last night. I lived in Woodstock, so I know Susan Weed. Yeah. She's a tough cookie. She but sure she, is. She knows her stuff. Yeah, she is a she very tough this, cookie. Yeah. And both Rosemary and her had the same teacher, Juliette de Parcalay Levy. So, so let's let's bring it back to what people can do. What can people do if they don't have I don't know, if they don't have the, the wherewithal to know how to make bowls sing. I mean, what, what are some simple things that, that simple people can do that don't cost a lot of money to bring themselves back to center, to honor the earth? Thank you for asking that question, because that's kind of what I really want to come out of with today personally. And I know everyone listening to us is in that same place. Like, what can I do on Monday to kind of make my day better? Taking a bath is going to be one of it, but what do you, give it to us. Uh, well, like we were saying, maybe plant an herb garden or some native plants in your in your yard if you have a yard. If you don't have a yard, you can do it in pots. You can do it on your deck. But that's therapy in itself. Uh, gardening, you know, being one in touch with, with, with the, the earth. herbs and the plants. Um, physically having your hands in the soil in just the always soil. feels so good. It really does. We were joking about yeah. that at the beginning of the show, like how I relax. I go to the restaurant and I plant flowers. Yeah, and be and barefoot. It, Take your and shoes be barefoot because you want to be one with okay, the earth too. Okay, like the hair in the bath. I am never barefoot. Really? I wear my shoes oh. until just before I go to sleep. I hate. I hate being barefoot. Oh. I'm not good at it. Even I know. In the, your own being soil? barefoot in the Maybe. Maybe. Being barefoot soil. In the no. Ah. I, love, I love feeling. Yeah. I love I feeling my feet muddy. I used to like that when I was a little kid. You know, well, you know what your job yeah. is this week? Yes. To yes. conquer the feet. Okay, mom. There you go. <laughs> Fine, mom. Moms. Hey, listen. Don't talk about moms. You yes. got me in trouble with mine earlier. Yeah. I was sitting okay, in the parking lot. Yeah, I was sitting in the parking lot just now waiting to come in and my mom called. So I was on the phone with my mom and I had her on speakerphone. And then And then Bridget Bridget comes into the park and, and I told you I, I had had this wonderful, joyful, relaxing morning and then suddenly like the world melted down and I saw Eric in his car and I opened the door and I just started talking. Because that's what I do. That's Bridget Leroy. I just start I'd talking. I say about three F bombs came out least. of her mouth within thirty and seconds. At least three F bombs. Was it caffeine induced? Was it a lot of he, caffeine? No, but, he, he, no, but he was holding his phone as if it were a plate in front of him. So I didn't know that he was on his phone. I just went off. I was like, Eric, blah, 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 blah. And this is, and F-bomb, F-bomb, F-bomb. And he, and he looked at me and he said, Mom, most of my friends don't curse this much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it's 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 a whole thing. I mean, the, thankfully, my mom is used to me dropping f bombs, so it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, the but 
Yeah, but it was literally like it, it was yeah, like mom. a scene out of a sitcom. It was, it was right there. And I gotta tell you, actually, laughter is a great medicine. Yes, because that, music, that actually yeah. brought me down and center because yeah. her poor mom laughter, can picture her face. therapy too. You know, just the sound of our laughs and like you were singing, the voice, the vibration, the joyful. That is healing in itself. Even a humming. You know, like um, I've learned to yeah. open my heart. And, and just kind of lit, sing a tune that comes to my head, whatever tone that is, just sing that single tone, and it just changes the whole vibration of your body. Yeah. And sighing, and, and grunting, and you know, just shouting right. out if you're having a bad moment. Because it stimulates that vagus nerve. Oh my god. So. What, grunting, yes. grunting and shouting, huh? It's great. Yeah, it's I, hope my, I hope my boyfriend Lee Felty is listening to this, because apparently <laughs> shouting and grunting is a good thing, babe. <laughs> Moderation, though. You know, we have to think about moderation. But yes, to scream in your car, it's good. It's good. Yeah, and yeah. I and I chant. You know, I'm a Nishin yeah. Buddhist. I chant Nam Myoho Renge Kyo yes. in front of my Gohansen. Yeah. Not as often as I should, which is twice a day. I, and I do Ganyo, which is a long. Uh, it's two chapters of the Lotus Sutra in Sanskrit. And just to give you like a very small example, yeah. I'm sitting at a table no. surrounded by people who take care of themselves. This no, I don't. I don't. But I want to give you an example of something that I had to memorize. Not had to. I that I happen to know because I've been practicing for 13 years. So it goes, you know, namyo renge kyo, namyo renge kyo. That's as much as I can do with one breath, but it's about 16 or 17 pages of that. That was like half a page. So I do that. Yeah. You have that in your head? Yes. Wow. Well, because I've done it a lot. I mean, I've done it a lot. listening to it, I can feel my ears like yeah. vibrating. Like, it really wants to hear more. Like, well, I want to hear yeah. these bowls. I mean, I, it just sounds so fantastic. And I did go to a healing. I did go to a sound healing where someone was banging gongs. Eric, it's awesome. Yes. If anyone does it out here, you've got to go. You know, one of the things that kind of came to my mind, and, and it's something I do not that often anymore, but... The, the drum circles at Sag Main Beach, yes. yeah. there's something amazing about sitting on sand, surrounded by salt water, and listening to 100 people bang a drum. Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's fun, but you leave there in a different place than when you got there. For sure. That, yeah. it, and the, the ocean, you know, the sound of the ocean, and it kind of, I think the ocean acts as a, bounces off. And it, it magnifies, you know, when you're on the beach, with the, and there's a lot of drums, too. I think that's so. a big reason a lot of us live where we yeah. live also. I mean, we're surrounded by salt water. The ions. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Well, let's take a, that sounds like a natural spot to take another little interlude. And when we come back, I really want to ask a question. I hope it doesn't make either of you feel uncomfortable, but, like, how do you make a living doing this? You know, how do you support yourselves? doing this and I hope that and I also want to know if you have websites and all of that kind of stuff because what you, it's a noble thing to try to help people just de-stress on every level yeah and to help people get better through nature and through herbs and not pollute their bodies with chemicals and poisons so we're going to come come back I think and that'll be one of the things we talk about or maybe not you're listening to Sundays on the East End with Bridget Leroy and Eric Lemonidis and we'll be right back you're listening to us here on WPPB FM and we'll be back after this message it lifts me up, up, up again and again and and Do you know what it can do to you? Crazy vibes You must know what it can do to you Crazy vibes 
We're back. Sunday is on the East End. Bridget Leroy. And Eric Lemonitas. And we're here with Eric Haberkorn, a sound vibrational healer, magician woman, and April Alexander, who's an herbalist and a flower essence practitioner and all these amazing things. And, okay, so what were we just talking about before we came back, Eric? We were talking about making a living. Yeah. And how how this works for you guys and, and, and kind of... Does it work? And, and, and well, tell us. Sorry, I missed that. <laughs> well, I'm curious. About the fiscal, We're all fiscal curious. flow. Fiscal flow. Um, I actually do enrichment programs for children, and I'm a substitute teacher at the couple of the private schools, and I'm a personal chef. And I'm a home organizer. Oh, you have I so wear many about, hats. We wear about four or five hats, basically. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And April, what about you? I piecemeal a lot of my stuff together as well. <laughs> that's I homeschool my children during the day, and so then it's you know after two o'clock I'm free, and then I do everything else. How so old are your kids? So my oldest is 22, and then I have 13. Well, he'll be 13 in May, and then 11 and 8. So, so you still have quite a few yeah. at home. That's and awesome. I love it. It's fun, but you know. It's really just something that I've picked up. I'm just picking up slowly, and I think that's what happens when you're self-employed. But I also think that you're following your passion, and the, and that's that's your create. It's what makes you create. It's also that organic journey that brings you to a place like and this, it's, right? It's been organic my Definitely. whole life. You know, I've yeah. always lived off the land as much as I possibly could. You know, I was blessed, blessed and cursed at the same time to live on the West Coast for a couple of years. Whereabouts? And in the in, in Oregon, I actually lived. I lived with my biological father, and he taught me how to live off the land. He was poor as anything, which I was not used to when I went there. Wow. And, you so know, give me an idea of like, like something you would pick and eat I learned how to pickle, jelly, and jam, and quilt, and do like so many macrame, do all kinds of things by myself over there. And it literally, we had to preserve everything for the winter. That, you like, in that, some weird like cult no, commune? No, thank God. No. <laughs> but what kind of world it would be if all of us had some of those skills? And I always say, I want my, I want my own community. I'm always telling my husband, let's get a farm. I just want everybody to have their own house and collectively do these things. Well, those not are one seeds, person the in intentional communities absolutely. are absolutely fascinating. And I wanted to start one back when I had money. I totally wanted to do that and have like somebody who took care of the animals and they could live there for free because they took sure. care of the animals and someone who was the gardener and then it, and someone who taught all the kids and they had the schoolhouse and everyone would live there for free and everyone would serve a purpose. Utopia. But then utopia, but then it can get culty. So yeah. you have to be careful yeah. that you don't get one person who suddenly makes you all sister wives. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> but I would totally sister wife with yeah, you. Totally. Yes. Because I, you know. On the same page, totally. <laughs> I, I don't want a sister wife. <laughs> okay. I'm out. Okay. Yeah. A, bro a brother husband? We can have brother husband. That's cool. And anyway. Homesteading. 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 Right. We're exactly. starting to come back to that too, which is a beautiful thing. People are becoming more aware. Um, which is a great subject for Earth Day. Yeah, getting back to the basics. Yes, you know? and Arbor Day is coming up, and it's actually um, Friday. Par the parks, National Parks Week. So support your local parks. A lot of the parks aren't charging fees right now because they really need help. Yeah, they really do. They really need the help. But we won't get into politics. But yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, but it sounds now that you've made me a little bit. You've raised my vibration to a not so good level with talk. We were talking. It's, it went in my own head thinking about politics. Yeah. So don't, maybe don't what we it. need right is back. a little bit. Come of, right back. Okay, bring me back. Yes. I'm bringing talk you back. Me down. No, we so don't what, talk. What no one else can see, but we can, because you guys are on the radio. Yes. Um, is we've got these women here with these. Well, they look like copper or or brass bowls and They're bells. They're my Himalayan bowls and bells. Yes. And. 
and we're going to find out what these bells are. Yeah, can you play in the bowls? I want to hear what they sound like. Okay, here we got a little sample of Erica Haberkorn's sound energy. really amazing it's kind of a trip so we're sitting in this restaurant there's a there's a couple of cute kids over on the side eating their lunch there's a couple over there there's a whole thing going on and as soon as that bell rang it kind of brought me inside and that was amazing yes. that is really cool i mean in a in an exact example of kind of a chaotic scene brought me completely inside into a nice place it is amazing. Yeah. And also, you know, speaking of vibrations, um, and I'm going to throw throw some attention, which he'll probably cut out, but, you know, our brilliant producer, Kyle Lynch, did ask a question during a break about food and vibration, like d- the foods that you eat. Erica Haberkorn, April Alexander, Eric Lemonides, me. Do you have particular foods that, I don't know. I mean, we know that there are things that are, like if you're talking Ayurvedic, like there's doshic, like there's kapha, there's heavy foods, and there's vata, there's airy foods, and there's the pitta, which is sure. almond in the middle with all the fiery stuff. Um, but, you know, are there particular foods that you eat maybe before you do a ceremony, or do you fast, or, you know, all of that kind of stuff? Uh, I pretty much, I guess I fast. Unconsciously I fast, because I, re- I never go in with a really heavy meal. I have my elixirs that I make and my herbal teas and I drink them, ginger and, you know, turmeric and all kinds of great things. So, yeah, I guess I, I guess I do kind of mindfully have certain foods before I do a healing. I also cleanse myself and I can do one-on-one. I do one-on-one and that, for me, I have to really prepare myself for most of the day to do a one-on-one. What's the name of your company? Harmonious Earth and Soul. And what what do you offer? I mean, all together. I, mean, I, I well, I can do group workshops. Actually, we're talking about you know collaborating. I have. Some oh, you in April together? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do some with the herbs and the sound healing. And I have some friends who are actually acupressure and acupuncturists. So I'm gonna be doing group workshops with that, which is really powerful. My friends and does acupuncture while I'm doing the bowls on oh my one-on-one. God. Oh, that sounds like it would be amazing. Unbelievable. And then she may come over with her oils. So you have all the senses working, you know, the sensory experiences. Wow, that sounds just amazing. So, so how, how can people find out about that? Uh, through Facebook, Instagram. My Instagram is Harmonious Earth Sound. And April? And I'm Blooming Curiosity on Facebook and Instagram. Blooming Curiosity on Facebook. Yeah. And, and Instagram. And Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, Instagram. Yes. and you're just Erica, Erica with, with a K. On Facebook. And yeah. I, we tend to put it out there. We don't really even have our own websites. That's basically what we're... And word of mouth. And, um, we, and I want to do children as well as teens. I wanted, I wanted to, to yes. Well, I want to just ask uh, April the same question I asked you about the food vibration because yeah. you were really intrigued by by that. Yeah. 
I never really thought about food as a vibration, but when I took a class with the natural nurse at naturalnurse.com, she, um, her name's Ellen Kemhai, she um, actually had us go around the room and douse for the food. So we were at a farm, and every single thing we had to stop at and douse ourselves to see if it was good for our bodies or not. But I never really thought about a vibration when you're eating it. Per se, what I always you, thought of a. What do you mean you know, by douse? Because I don't think a lot. So of what happened? Like a pendulum? No, it was actually with your own fingers, and so you tell your body that this is. You know, well, I don't know how to explain that. Like this, it, like yes. a, a chain. You're yeah, chaining. Like, a chain. right. like and if the chain opens easily, then it's a, a no, and if the chain opens closely, then it's it's a yes. And so we we actually stood it like, is this squash good for us? You know, and it, it was just kind of cool to go around and do that. I never really, you know. I really think, and bringing Eric Lemonitas into this conversation, I, I, I was saying I really think that the fact that you and Jason Weiner um, and Colin Ambrose here at Estia's used so much local, um, you know, Colin, I mean, Colin was like one of the founders of the slow food movement out yep. here at Estia's, and they have a garden out back, and even when he was in Amagansett, he had like this tiny garden behind John Alexander's studio, and he'd bring in the food, it was all that stuff that started with the slow food movement. It is a way of honoring the earth, and, Absolutely. and being but, in but touch with I, the I think even as I'm listening to April's thought on, on vibrations in the body, I'm thinking physically in my body, where there are certain foods that I eat, and you feel it, you Absolutely. feel it going down into your body, and, and it's, you mean like an allergy? No. <laughs> no, a good feeling, No, I'm right? kind of going the opposite <laughs> way. I'm kind of going the opposite yeah. way where you just something hits your mouth and all of a sudden you can physically feel it going down into your stomach because it's, it, it agrees with you that well, that much. I, I don't know how to describe no, it. No, that's I think amazing. We're kind of all that, getting that's it. probably why you're in the yeah. restaurant business yeah. because you have that passion, you know, and which when, is amazing. And when you're preparing it, like when I'm in my kitchen, I try to not brush and I don't cook. I don't have to... I'm. I don't have a big family, so I don't have to cook that much. I only cook for a couple of clients. So I, when I'm cooking at home, I try to. That's my therapy too. I, it's like I put the music on in the background. Maybe have a nice glass of local organic wine. You know, get my local. Go to my local farm stand. Put it all together. Prepare it. Smell it. Immerse myself in it, and then eventually eat it like midnight. But then when I'm eating, I I enjoy every bite because it's. It's, I'm putting my own love into it, and also these vegetables and fish are grown with love or tended with love, that loving energy. So Yeah, like when I was growing up, my mom, I would always say, Mom, why is your cooking so good? And she'd go, because I made it with love. It, it's, <laughs> true. Well, it's true. It's true. There's, there's yes. something to be said for walking into a house that smells like somebody's been cooking all day. Right. Right, and for happily sure. happily cooking. If they're, if they're forced to do the cooking and they're having a bad day and they go to work and work in your lovely sure. restaurant or whatever it may be, and they try to put their sauces together and something's a little off, it's usually because of that negative energy on top of some other... You well, know. I remember, I think it's Thich Nhat Hanh who, who said, oh God, I'm, I'm totally channeling Alex oh Sokla God, with yeah. all the quotes today. But Thich Nhat Hanh, I think he said, don't eat angry meat. Yes. Yeah. He didn't say don't eat meat, but don't eat angry meat, like the chickens whose noses are cut off right. beaks. I have chickens, I should know that chickens don't have noses, they have beaks. Uh. <laughs> That's the world according to Bridget. You know, because there are, you can choose, like I, I have chickens at home, I don't eat them, right. but we're going... Um, I guess it's Sunday, so this morning we will have already gone <laughs> to have uh, an Easter meal with Eric's family. We're bringing four dozen eggs, and eggs. I have to tell you this, but they're eggs from our chickens. And when I open up the, the cardboard box and I look at my chickens, and I love my little cheeky girls, and an all different colored eggs, yeah. and it's so beautiful, and it makes me so yeah. happy. And the yolks and are the, so colorful. It is so one colorful. of the best parts of living out here. Yeah. 
is having friends who bring you eggs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it really is. When you break open an egg that somebody just, it's that yolk just sits up and it's. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so yeah. beautiful. And homemade goat cheese oh, and, and goat milk and goat Kajeta. soaps and, you know, all kinds yeah. of, yeah. Great. That is so great. Now, do you make your own soap from your herbs as well? I haven't yet. Actually, that's my next endeavor. I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for the sun to shine so I can put the easy up tent on the deck. <laughs> so April, I want to ask you if someone is going to start an herb garden. Everybody knows parsley, sage, rosemary, and right. thyme. But what would be your top, say, four or five herbs must have for medicinal purposes? I would say chamomile, because chamomile is so great for the nervous system. It's one of those, it's one of those herbs that's never went underground, which is awesome about it, right? Everybody knows chamomile. It's good for digestion. It's good for relaxing. It's good for pink eye. It's good for so many things. It smells so good, too. And then calendula is another one. And who doesn't like to bring... It's, it's this beautiful daisy-like flower that is so... It, lo- it just reminds you of the sun, and it just makes you so happy. And what does it do? Calendula is really good for um, your lymphatic system. And it's, it, it's called a vulinary, so it really kind of helps. It also helps to heal wounds and stuff like that. So anything that's pussy and yucky on you, <laughs> oh, you, can you, yeah, you can use calendula, and it'll dry it up, right? Put, and it's, okay. it's used for places where the sun so doesn't shine, right? Okay, you know, uh, gotcha. Are you getting this, so we got, uh, He's so intrigued. No, so I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I actually have calendula growing in my yard. Oh, yes, um, use it. You can put so it in what salads. what am I doing with it? You can what am eat I doing it. with it? Am you I, can am make I it into a tea. Rubbing you? We haven't even I... talked about teas. Yeah. You can seep all these and make a yeah. simple You can tea put that in your bag with your roses. Yeah. There you go. Thank there you go. Absolutely. Yep. Yes. So you know? chamomile, calendula. Calendula, let's think. Peppermint. I always do peppermint or spearmint if you don't like is you know because some people don't like peppermint because it's really strong, but spearmint is a good alternative too. And who doesn't like mojitos? <laughs> yes. So and the there's next, local rum now too. Yeah. Anyway. In the next six months to a year, each of us is going to get a cold. Yeah, absolutely. What am I going to do when I get my next cold? What are you going to do? You're going to drink elderberry. Elderberry. Elderberry syrup. And can I just, yeah. just holla right here yes. and say I don't get colds because I drink my chaga every single yes. day. Oh, and yes. chaga. I yeah. drink it my, on my way here. Are great. Really? Really? I don't get sick. No. Hibiscus, I actually didn't get sick this hibiscus, summer. Hibiscus, turmeric, ginger, all of that saves you from yep. any kind. Builds your immune. It's I, like a prophylactic. Yeah, it like yeah. stops you from getting sick before you get. Well, sick. every morning too, like when as soon as you wake up, if you put a pinch of Himalayan pink salt with lemon in water and drink that 15 minutes before you eat or do anything else, it actually alkalizes your body. And what happens is, is disease can't live in an alkaline body. Oh, that's so easy So why don't enough. you start your day like that instead of your morning coffee? That's start easy. Start it with that pinch because Can what it happens? Be in addition to my morning. Absolutely. Coffee? Eric and I exchange so a little look. They're like, co- yes. give up coffee? Hell no. Yeah, no. I'll meet people no. where they're at. Coffee's no. good yeah, coffee's in good. moderation, yeah. I guess. And, and I, drink, I only drink organic fair trade coffee, oh, nice. too. So. Oh, that's great. Hey, look, we're going to do this. I'm going <laughs> to text you tomorrow morning, yeah. bro. I'm going to be like, did you did do you your pinch of salt and yeah. lemon? No tequila first thing in the morning, just the salt and the lemon. <laughs> oh, can yeah. it be yeah, the salt on the lemon and the good tequila? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, we're not going to do tequila shots first thing in the morning. Himalayan no. salt and no. no, no, no. tequila. Tequila is the only, only, only alcoholic beverage that is a stimulant, you know. Ah. Really? Yes, all the other ones are depressants, but... Tequila well, I don't drink anyway, but but uh, but I like to Margarita joke about it. Margarita with a good <laughs> yeah. tequila, yeah, yeah. and Himalayan salt. Yeah. So I'm gonna start yeah. Himalayan yeah. pink salt in my water every morning. Yeah. Well, what happens is it helps your body to absorb water, so it, the salt penetrates your cells, 
and then it can now absorb that water that you drank. And with the lemon, it helps but to only alkalize a pinch, it. Because right, you're talking pinch. to two people yes. who tend, so it's interesting. tend to possibly so I have overdo things. One of, oh. one of my best friends in the world, she's she's in her late 80s, and she drinks, and I never figured it, I never, she drinks salt water every day. Mm-hmm. And she's yeah, doing well, pretty salt, well, yeah. Salt comes from the word salary. People, Salt used to be more worth more money than gold yeah. at yep. one point yeah. in our life, you know, in history. It's so, so amazing. It's really an, an essential thing, and it's important for every electrical pulse in our body, all of our brain function, all of our heart function. Everything that has an electrical impulse is reliant on salt. I'm going to be so smart. <laughs> <laughs> you are so smart, Eric. But don't put too much in because we tend to overdo it. Yeah. And then we'd put, like, a pinch. I'd be like, well, if a, a pinch, pinch is good, a, a cup is better. I'm going to put a cup of salt in exactly. this. And then I'd be like, oh. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thirsty no. for the rest of the day. Yeah, that won't be good <laughs> at all. Yeah, but salt that's a great. Salt. A lot of salt isn't good no matter right. what kind of salt. And table salt is just naked. You know, yeah. anything white you don't want. No white flour, no white sugar. Right, you can't have organic salt because salt is organic. Right. It's exactly. just, it is what it is, yeah. right? That's so funny. I love when I see something that says organic salt. I'm like, yeah, it's all organic. Like, oh, unless you've yeah. added something to it. Like, <laughs> salt plus chemicals. Right. You know? Yeah. So stay away from white salt. Yes. Yeah, shards from of glass, I've heard. Yeah. There's glass shards and who knows. Uh, There's all kinds of they process and chemicals and yeah. So they take out all the nutrients and the minerals of table salt. Table salt actually is the reason why people get high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. But if you eat like Celtic pink salt or, I mean, Celtic Kosher. sea salt or, um, sea salt, yeah. you know, anything that's Florida not processed. Salt, yeah. Like uh, anything that's mm-hmm. a big, big, gra- like grains of salt. So your Diamond Star kosher salt, not kosher. Not so good. <laughs> not kosher. But I still okay. use it for pickling. Yeah, so. for right. pickling. It's, yeah, yeah. So we, I love we this. you don't want those minerals in when you're pickling because it so can we're, cause it to. Well, yeah. we're getting close to wrapping up. Believe it or not, that kind of flew by. Wow, how did that happen? Um, what yeah. I just love having Eric Lemonitas come on, and we're, we're coming to you from Estia's Little Kitchen on the bridge set, Turnpike, Colin Ambrose, and Estia's is our sponsor, and they have amazing art on the walls. I don't know if you know this, uh, Colin makes a point of using um, women artists, so all the shows are always women, and uh, the food is fantastic here, breakfast, lunch, now they're serving dinner, I think only four days a week, but it goes to full, you know, full time, I think, after the like in the beginning of May. You can go online at STS.com, check it out. And uh, we also are here on WPPB 88.3. It is Long Island's only NPR station. So please, please, please support listener-supported radio. It's so important. And it's the most trusted news source, um, according to a Harris poll. And you can always make a donation at 883wppb.org. And we're here with Erica Haberkorn and April Alexander and Eric Lemonides. Girls, you know, women, ladies, take us out with some Earth Day ideas and, and things that we can do. And once again, give us your contact information if people want to get a sound healing or do one-to-one or learn more about herbs or do one of your workshops, April. Uh, um, I trying to keep it just simply is where we live we're surrounded I mean we are a little congested out here but we're also surrounded by some beautiful natural spaces so just go out whether it's in your backyard in your neighborhood small little trail nature preserve because Peconic Land Trust East Hampton Trails a lot of these places you can go online and find a sanctuary that's not overcrowded because we're coming up to the heavy, you know, frenetic, crazy summertime. Um, if you can't find a space or an area near you, just use your yard or find a room where you can just take a moment, 
read a book, I don't know, listen to some music like we said, take a bath, but it's important that you just disconnect, take some time for yourself and take a nap, <laughs> whatever it may be, but yeah. I think that for me, I think a lot of ritual happens when you make yourself a cup of tea. A, simp- a simple act of just making a cup of tea is just cup taking time for yourself. Cup of tea in a bath. Tea in a bath. For yeah. Sure. You know, because it's just when you just take that moment, it's ju- it's your own medicine. It's like a, you're really taking time to take care of yourself. And it, what does it cost? A couple of cents. So it really, you know, you know, if you can't afford a lot of p- Himalayan pink salt, take a foot bath. A foot bath is just as good as submersing your whole body in a bath too. So awesome. you know, awesome. just to make it, you know. I know we talked about this, but. Instagram, what are your handles? Because I'm going to follow you both. I mean, this is, I find it such a, an amazing way to keep tabs on what people are doing. Absolutely. I'm at blooming-curiosity on Facebook and Instagram. Awesome. Uh, my Instagram is Harmonious Earth Sound and Erica with a K, Habercorn with a K, K-O-R-N on Facebook. Awesome. Oh, well, we really I, are you. I'm feeling calmer. How about you? I, I'm ready for my day. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and make a cup of. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna demand that my husband bring me a cup of tea while I'm in the bath. How about you? Oh, I'm gonna go to work and say better. hello to a couple hundred people tonight. <laughs> you have a busy night tonight, I'm yeah. sure. Well, thanks Easter to Kyle Sunday. Lynch. Oh gosh, that's right. We've got the whole busy. Yeah. Oh, you guys are gonna be slammed. Yeah. And Earth well, Day's Monday. Earth so Day take is a moment Monday. on Monday. Yeah. yeah. To honor the earth and yes. honor ourselves because we are all to dust we shall return. And hug a tree or two. I w- okay. <laughs> uh, will the tree hug me back? <laughs> yes. Okay. Because <laughs> otherwise I'm going to feel very like, you know, very one-sided and I don't like that. Me but anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Sunday's on the East End. We'll be back. Be well. Stay well. <laughs>